Cool. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of the Fantasy Dimes podcast. You're joined here by your co-host, Sal Kramali, along with Husni Vargas. Make sure to battle us on the Sports Me app. We are presented by Sports Me. Husni actually just put up three battles, I believe, on the Sports Yes, sir. So you can find him at Fantasy Dimes Husni. You can find myself at Fantasy Dimes Sal. Battle us. Um, get on the app. Download it. Apple, Android. You'll find it everywhere. Um, week four, Husni. Week four is almost done. We got two almost. games tonight. We had a couple of great games this weekend. A lot of good offensive fantasy games in the early slate of games. The later slate of games are kind of dry. Got a lot of good, got, got a lot of high, high uh, scoring um, individual fantasy uh, outputs this weekend. What's your take overall on week four uh, after a subpar week three? I mean, the first, yeah, like you said, the first slate of games was, was interesting. A lot of offense, high octane. That crazy Cowboys-Browns game, the really close Seahawks-Miami game. For some reason, it was really close. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great other fantasy games. A lot of injuries. Eckler, Chubb, Devontae Parker for a little bit was out. Um, who else was out? Uh, there's some other names. Yeah, we had uh, O.J. Howard. Out for Howard went down, season injury. Cam didn't play this week, right, obviously. Cam, yeah, COVID. So a, lot of, a lot of fantasy ups and downs for this week. It felt more like week, uh, what was that, week two, right? With week all those two. injuries. Yeah, yeah. Week, week, felt a lot like week two for some reason. It did, it did, it did. Speaking of, of a lot of fantasy outputs and, and implications and ups and downs, let's talk about the ups. Overachievers this week, got a bunch of names. A lot of good games. From a lot of people, you probably didn't expect to have good, good games. And number one on that list is Mr. Joe Mixon. What was your take on Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon owners are probably really happy today because, hey, 40 points in a PPR league from Joe Mixon. You probably are winning your matchup. What do you take out of, of Joe Mixon? Do you think he's finally found his footing? And do you think Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, and that, and that Bengals offense finally knows how to use Joe Mixon? Um, I think it's going to be tough. I think... They, this was a game where, if you look at it, they weren't actually trailing the whole time. That's true. Unlike the other games where they were trailing the whole time. Yeah. Joe Burrow didn't have to throw 65 passes. So it gave a lot of opportunity for the run game, which, which brings Joe Mixon into the picture. And that's I, – I mean, yeah, he had some crazy big runs. Those two big touchdown runs, I'm pretty sure they were like, what, 20-plus yards or something yeah, like that. 20-plus yards, yeah. So exactly. that gave them – I mean, because they were up, it gave him the opportunity to run the ball. Now, going into next week, they play Baltimore. Exactly. So, you can already probably count that as a loss. So, they're probably going to be trailing a lot again, which means a lot of passing the ball again, which means a lot of Joe Burrow again, not so much Joe Mixon. Um, I think, I mean, I would sell high. You say, oh, you would? Yeah, yeah, no, you told me to sell high on my Joe Burrow. You, you, you told me the offer you got. I think you can get a better offer for that for sure. But I think you should definitely sell high. I mean, this is the chance. This is the opportunity to get rid of him and go for someone else with an RB1. Maybe you can package him. Get a James Conner and a someone else. Get, get two solid pieces to build out your team, especially because of Joe Mixon. You're probably 1-2 or 0-3 or something like that going into week four. Yeah. So this is a great chance to yeah. build your team back, get some depth, and fill out your roster. I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, my take on Joe Mixon is this. He, last year, was on the field a lot. He was getting a lot of the passing down work. This year, not so much. Giovanni Bernard seems to be, seems to be the third down running back. Unf well, fortunately for me, um, and kind of unfortunately because we don't know how to move forward with this, is number one, they had, a they had an easy matchup in the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Number two, they were up, like you said, so they were able to run the ball more. Number three is, well, one of the touchdowns that he scored was a reception touchdown. And if it's a receiving touchdown, you, you start to think, is he going to be on the, on the field more uh, when there's passing down backs, when, but there's, now, when there's, it's a but, passing down? And but do you trust him now? Because they also have A.J. Green. They also have T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. They have uh, Drew Sample, Auden Tate. They have a lot of options out there. Giovanni Bernard. Do. do you really trust him in the passing game enough to where he makes up for that difference? I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, don't, I think it was just a one-hit wonder. I don't think thinking, next yeah. week he has Baltimore and, and then his, his schedule just gets gruelingly tough at some point 
And again, if they're down, they're not going to be playing. Um, they're not going to be running ball. You got Baltimore, right? One of the best run defenses. Indianapolis, right after that. One of the best run defenses. Cleveland, right after that. Look at Zeke this week, right? Like that, horrible that week. D-line right? is, that D-line is really good with Miles Garrett. Exactly. And then you got Tennessee. You got a break. You got Pittsburgh. You got Washington. Good I mean, defense. very good run defenses. Joe Mixon doesn't look like he's going to get a lot of work unless he's there on third down. And I just don't see them putting him in there on third down because they got too many Sell options. High. So I agree high. with you. Sell high. If you're in sure. Dynasty like myself, maybe you reconsider. But if you're in redraft, sell high now. Now, now, now. Even in Dynasty, right. I think Speaking sell high, of, man. Because in Dynasty, if you look at it, I mean, are they really going to be that great next season also? Are they going to draft know. enough yeah. offensive linemen in one draft to, have, to make yeah. Joe Mixon's value go up? No. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, speaking of that Jacksonville game against the Bengals, on the other side of the ball, DJ Chark comes back from injury, not playing last week in that Dolphins-Jags game. What do you think of DJ Chark this week and his output and kind of showing up that, yo, listen, he's, he's the main guy. He's going to get all the, all the runs. He's, he's been overlooked. Runs. He's been – this season he's been so overlooked. I mean, he's not one of the big names. He's not a D-hop, you know, Devonta Adams, Julio, whatever. He's not one of the big names, but – he is a wide receiver one. Like, I mean, they have Gardner Minshew. They're trailing a lot of games, just like Cincinnati. They're going to be playing from behind a lot, which gives them a lot of opportunity to get the ball. And they have Chenault. They have Cole. So they have the options to spread out the field. And when he plays, he plays amazing. He's always up there in the points in, in wide receiver. I think, I think he's been overlooked this whole season. I think he's definitely a great wide receiver one if you have him. And if you don't, I would try and get him. Yeah, I agree. I think um, he's the main guy. And to be honest, after that, it's a little bit of Keelan Cole and a little bit of Chenault, but it's mostly DJ Chark. So, I mean, he's two receiving touchdowns. Targets, this week. I definitely, I mean, he's, he's, he's the one guy. Chenault is a rookie. Cole wasn't really known that well last year. Yeah. So the yeah. connection over there is Minshew to Chark. And it always has been. Yeah, true. And to be honest with you, if you really think about it, um, his, he's a big guy, end zone target, right? Like, they're going to go to him Definitely. and give him the ball. Definitely. We'll and, um, and they're going to be playing from behind a lot. So, they probably need to... You know what? Speaking of, so, speaking of the Jaguars, now, James Robinson is another great player on that team. He's been playing phenomenal the last couple of weeks. If they're playing from behind for most of these games, yeah. do you sell him? I would. Uh, I think James Robinson lightning in a bottle. You catch him for this one year. I don't know if he'll be there for the long term. I, I would sell him now. Sell him. I think. I think he definitely had a great couple weeks. I think now is the time to sell him. I. He. You probably picked him up off waivers, or you picked yeah, him I, up really I, late in the draft, and you can definitely get something for him. Agreed. But I would probably sell him after the next couple of weeks, so maybe right before the trade deadline. And I'll tell you why. If you look at his schedule, he has Houston mm-hmm. next week, Detroit the week after that bye week, then the Chargers, then Houston again, then Green Bay, then Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and it gets a little tougher after that with Baltimore. So I would not, I would keep him for maybe two more weeks. And then after that, during his bye or something, or a week after, just get rid of him because the Chargers defense is just going to annihilate him. And to be honest, man, you're right. If they're going to be playing from behind a lot, probably won't be on the field last week. Though had four targets, four receptions, 32 yards. I mean, he's, his floor is pretty safe. But it's just that you know what you can't wait too long. If you, you wait can't. too long, how many teams are really gonna be willing to trade? Yeah, true. You're right. At that point, you don't know injury situation, who's in the playoffs, who's out the playoffs. You never know. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. You're I right. think you give it another week or two, and then you sell after that. Yeah, I agree. After and, that Detroit and, game, I think it's definitely a good time to sell. And if you and if and Hustin's right, if you if you realize that they're gonna be playing from behind a lot, um, go out there and get DJ Chark if you don't if you need a receiver and don't have one because somebody will probably give him away from cheap because everyone's nervous about having a Jacksonville player, right? So go out there and, and get him. Speaking of receivers, the return of Odell Beckham Jr., right? Um, amazing week. For some reason, he just gets up to play the Cowboys, right? Ever since his Giants days. I just... think, yeah, it's Cowboy Stadium for some reason, or AT&D is called now. I, he just loves to play in Jerry's world and just taunt them over there. <laughs> You saw him at the end of the game after that 50-yard run, just waving at all the fans everyone, that yeah. were in the stadium. So yeah. he just loves to taunt them. I think, I mean, I don't know. Can he keep it up? Uh, I mean, if he does, then the Browns, I mean, they lost Chubb. They look good, though. Yeah, they look good. Kareem Hunt looks yeah. good. 
Chubb Freeman looks, looks really good. I mean, everyone looks good on that team. I mean, their backup running backs look good. But then again, you're versus the Cowboys, so you never really know. But again, speaking of Odell Beckham and do I think he's going to be able to keep it up? I don't know, but I just feel like they're becoming more creative with him. They realize that other guys need the ball. And maybe yesterday was a glimpse of what they can do. Look, yesterday, I know, I know that Baker's having a tough time getting the ball to both. Well, not both, but three of the main guys in that receiving core, right? You got Landry, Beckham, Hooper. Yesterday, they all got run. And if not, they even let Landry throw a pass. So He's the better quarterback. He's quarterback <laughs> one on that team. I'm keeping him back there as my quarterback. I mean, Odell yesterday looked really freaking good. I mean, on that run, I mean, everything, he just looked good. And I don't know if you can take it with a grain of salt because it is the Cowboys defense, but in my opinion, I have Odell Beckham in my, re- in my redraft league. I tried to trade him to everybody last week. I swear to you, man, I was trading him to everybody. I was like, yo, give me – I even was about to accept that Gurley Noah font trade for no, Odell Beckham. No, good, and good, God, good. I did not because guess what? Now everyone's running to me to try to get Odell Beckham. And um, oh, I think he's another one so high. Yeah, I think, you know what, if I get a good offer, I'm going to get rid of him. Uh, I mean, I, that Cowboys defense has to be the worst defense I think I've 100%. ever seen in my lifetime. 100%. <laughs> I think so, like, too. I think they could be worse than the Falcons and the Jets. I think they're, no, they're easily worse than the Falcons and the Jets. At least the Jets get interceptions. Yeah, true. Like, you know what? Like, I mean, anyone who's playing the Cowboys is fantasy relevant. I agree. You, you have could to have you could have the Cincinnati like you can have the Jets playing against the Cowboys. And you should probably play the and Jets. Yeah. you should probably play every receiver on that team. Frank Gore will probably go back to yeah. prime Frank Gore. Like that's that. definitely a bad no situation doubt. for that defense. No doubt about it. Now the beauty about the Cowboys defense being bad, Dak Prescott gets awesome. five hundred yards. What do you think about Dak Prescott and him continuing to do what he's doing? Because yo, he is practically almost QB one at this point. And okay. now I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here because okay. now this is a bit of a sidetrack. I nope. said this before the season on sports me going into the season, Dak mm-hmm. Prescott is a top five quarterback in my opinion. And you everyone mean, was like top five fantasy, not fantasy, not even just fantasy. No. One guy who has this bad of a defense and throws for over 400 yards in the last three games. No. Okay, okay, okay. Yards last week and four touchdowns. Five hundred yards this week and five touchdowns. Give me your like, list. Give me your list of your top five. Well, In no order. Before, I, don't need, I don't need an order. I just need to know your. Top before five. the season, I had preseason, and in order, I'll give it to you in order. It was Mahomes, Lamar, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, then Rogers. Wow. You're saying Dak over Rodgers? I but no, no, no. That was before the season. And now you Looking still at Aaron Rodgers this year. Still got yeah, he still got it. Four. I move him up to four. I still have Dak at five. I'm taking out Deshaun Watson because he looks like complete garbage this season. Yeah, Deshaun Watson looks bad. Yeah, like he, he just looks really bad. He's out of my top five for this year. Yeah, he looks real but bad. Dak is in my top five. You name me one other guy who's had to throw for 500 yards while his running back, who's known is supposed to be a top three running back in the league or top four, whatever, depending on how you view Kamara. And he only runs for 50 yards in each game. Now, granted, they're playing from behind a lot. Their defense is complete garbage. They're one in three, yes, but it's not his fault. The guy is throwing for 400 yards, 500 yards, four okay, touchdowns, so, five okay, touchdowns. So I'll, I'll make this simple for you. You, I, I'll give you an option, all right? Uh-huh. I'll give you multiple choice here. You got, you're starting uh-huh. a team tomorrow. Okay. I tell you, you cannot pick any of those top quarterbacks. You can't pick Lamar. You can't pick Mahomes. You can't pick Russell Wilson. You can't pick Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going yeah. to give, give you a choice of four. Hear me out. I'm going to give you Dak Prescott. Yeah. I'm going to give you Josh Allen. Okay. I'm going to give you Kyler Murray. Okay. Or Deshaun Watson. I don't like what I've seen from Deshaun this season. I'm definitely taking him out. I don't. Kyler Murray, man, he's good, but this season. I don't know. Last me, couple I'm games, not a big fan of Kyler Murray as much. Like, last couple of games, he's definitely falling off a little bit. He's a little lost sometimes out there. there uh, what do you have, like 130 yards yesterday or something? For me, it's between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I love Josh Allen. I have him on my team, so I definitely 
I mean, yesterday, but, some of the throws he was making, like, oh, my God, Cole Beasley. But you know what? See, the difference is with Josh Allen, you know that, listen, at the end of the day, you have Bill's defense. Like, yeah, yeah, you, can, you, can, you can be in a tough game, and you know that, you know what? These guys can get me one stop if I need them to. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the Cowboys defense yesterday, bro, that last play where Odell ran for 50 yards, where is the defense? Where were they? They were just, like, missing That tackles. one guy missed the tackle for, like, <laughs> I don't know, 20 yards in the backfield. Yeah, and then after that, there was no one else. Yeah, it was like a Madden. It was definitely a Madden run. Once the guy scored, like, 28 points in the fourth quarter. You need one stop, and you win the game. He can win you the game after one stop. Yeah, true. He didn't throw a single interception until that last throw of the game. Where they were probably they lost that game already at the end. Yeah, it was they, yeah, they did. But yeah, it was right. just a hail mary at that point. But I mean, Dax has been so overlooked. Yeah, I mean, look, Dax output the last few weeks. I mean, 450 yards, three touch, three rushing touchdowns in week two. Like that's insane. Uh, Seattle, 472, three passing touchdowns. Right, Cleveland. 502, four, like it's crazy numbers. If you look at his total yards, I think he's passed 500 total yards rushing and throwing the past three, three weeks. Look, in, in terms of debate of how talented they are between Dak and maybe someone like Watson or Josh Allen, yeah, you know what? I can probably give Dak the edge there. But if it comes to fantasy, I think Josh Allen. I, I think Josh Allen, but I agree with you. Dak is up there. Both. Who's your, give me your top five NFL quarterbacks right now. Oh, it's easily what you said. I mean, without Dak and Rodgers instead. I think Deshaun Watson is still there, number five. Really? I, think, I think number four is uh, um, Lamar. I don't like the way he throws still. I just think that the guy can't throw the football that okay. well. I think number three is uh, – number three and two is a toss-up between Russell and Rodgers, right? And number one, we all know is Mahomes. But Dude, really? Rodgers, man? Aaron Rodgers is that good, bro. Back foot flinger. Up one. there? Oh, oh. Rodgers is so good, man. So good. I just think I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see when he plays. Like, I mean, we'll see when he plays a good defense. Yeah, we'll see. That's also true. He's played That's some also – he hasn't played any great defense. He hasn't played any good so. teams. But I'll tell you something else, man. Russell Wilson, though, man, holy shit. Like, no, that guy should <laughs> definitely win MVP this year. Yeah, seriously. That guy is Definitely. Good. He hasn't won I – I heard that he hasn't won MVP. And you know what? To yeah. me, I like. Can you believe that? I think that he never won it. Like to me, like if you look at Russell, you're probably like, yeah, he's probably like two MVPs at this point. Yeah, he hasn't won a single one. I can't believe that he is. He deserves one. He is so good every year, like every year. Anyways, speaking of Dak, I'll, he'll he'll keep doing it. Yeah, I sorry, mean, I had to go off a little bit. No, it's okay. I, hey, look, I love it. Battle lesson sports me about Dak, but he'll keep doing it. He has the Giants, Arizona, Washington, Philly. He's gonna keep doing it. Sign up for Dak on your fantasy team. Speaking of the Cowboys, let's quickly go to CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb's been putting up numbers. I like yeah. him. Always liked him preseason. Think he's going to be good. Gallup he's wide receiver, too. He's yeah. wide receiver, too, now. Gallup lost his job. Gallup's got right? I think, I think Cedric Wilson could take Gallup's job also, too. Yes, yeah, I agree. I couldn't be surprised. I, I, really, I wouldn't be surprised. Dalton Schultz looked good, too, in that Dalton game. Dalton Schultz looks good. I should have played got, him. He got hurt him. at the end of the game, I heard. I heard he got hurt at the end of the game. I hope he's okay. They didn't seem like anything serious. They didn't yeah, put out an injury report yet. Yeah, so he should be okay. But he looks good. Dalton Schultz looks good. I mean, he looks better than almost Jarwin did. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the guy looks good. But that could also be because they're playing, again, and, yeah. in the shootout games. Yeah. So, Dak's throwing the ball. Until they play a good defense also. Yeah, true. Speaking of Dalton Schultz and tight ends, George Kittle. Back and showing everyone oh, why, I mean, why he's number one, right? Like, in my opinion, he's the best tight end in the league. But it's a toss-up between him and yeah, close I mean, between him and Kelsey. Him and Kelsey and uh, who else? Ertz is kind of Waller, Waller, Andrews, Ertz, Waller, uh, top Andrews. five. But I don't I think, think they're. Close. I think Kittle, there's. I think there's Kittle levels Kittle. to it. I think. I think Kelsey and Kittle are one, and then those three guys are two, and then there's everyone else. I, I agree. I mean, how lucky were we to watch Kittle versus Kelsey last year in the Super Bowl? If you think about it now, two best tight ends in the league. Yeah, that's true. Um. I still think Kittle's number one just because the fact that his yard, his, the way he can run out with the ball. I mean, no one can take him down. I mean, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah, at the end of that game, I mean, and I mean, that kind of also hurt them a little bit at the end of that Eagles game because he wouldn't go down. They had to run more of the clock out. But, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, true. Um, yeah, I mean, he was catching passes from Mullins and CJ Better. Like, 
Yes. And he was still up there. He's he got 40-something fantasy points, I think, or 30-something. Like if you only look his way, he ended up with 40 fantasy points. 40, right? Yeah. Listen to this. 15 targets, 15 receptions. I mean. Yeah, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. He catches every I mean, Aside game. from that two-point conversion he missed at the end of the game. Yeah, that's That was unfortunate. Uh, um, that was a tough pass, though. But aside from uh, that, I mean, he's a set it. And don't even change your lineup ever again for yeah, him. Just keep well, set him hurt. and forget it. I agree. George Kittle, hurt. a lot more weeks like this. I agree. And with, especially with the fact that they don't have that many, like, big receivers. They have a lot of small running guys. I, I'd stick with him uh, continuing forward. Um, George Kittle, we, we talked about Prescott. Let's talk about another quarterback, the GOAT, greatest of all time. He's not on our top five, but, you know, he's number one in our hearts, Tom Brady. Tom Brady just keeps showing up every week. I mean, he just he's getting used to this offense. He knows what he has. He knows what weapons he has. He's throwing, he's chucking the ball up for Mike Evans, and he's like, just catch it. Um, Tom Brady again this week, five touchdowns to five different wide receivers. And you know what? He did it again against that that great Chargers defense that stopped Mahomes to 20 something points. Yeah, 20, true. 23 points. True. In overtime, he had to get it. Um, Tom looked like Tom. I mean, he looked like vintage prime Tom Brady, and he targeted O.J. Howard. He targeted Evans. No Godwin in that game, surprising again. Scotty yeah. Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller came back and another uh, surprise on that in that game. Yeah. Um, Rojo looked all right. Um, didn't look great, but, I mean, Tom Brady did it, man. He, he found a way. He they kept giving up. The defense kept giving up points, and he just kept putting them back up. Yeah, like, no. I, I they were down by, I think, what? It was 24 to 7 at one point. Yeah. yeah. And he just took over and came back. I agree. Listen, I, I, Tom Brady, you can never count him out. Look, you're going to get ups and downs with Tom Brady, right? You know you're going to get those days where he throws for five you, five touchdowns. You're going to get those three days he only throws for two. But that's because that's all his team needs. It looks like to me he's getting used to the offense more. It looks like to me he knows what, he, what weapons he has. It looks like to me that everything in that offense is kind of coming together. I think Tom Brady moving forward is a good play. Maybe not this week because they versus the Bears. But after that, I mean, you can pretty much count on him to give you a safe floor week in, week out. Um, but I wouldn't count Tom Brady out because at the end of the day, like we said, he is the GOAT. And he's playing on, a, on an offense that has – I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, they don't have Godwin. But it seems like whoever they put out there, it's working out. I mean, he's, he's, he's the sixth best player in fantasy right now, Tom Brady is, right? 24 well, points. It's crazy. it's crazy to think. Um, he has the Bears, but then he has Green Bay, Las Vegas, the Giants, New Orleans, Carolina. Uh, play Tom Brady, um, in my opinion. Speaking of – sorry, go ahead. Did you have anything to add? No, no. I'm good. Speaking of Tom Brady and the oldest guy in the league, let's go to one of the youngest guys in the league. An amazing game by Antonio Gibson, which I didn't think he was going to have because he was versing the Ravens D. Yeah, I mean, they – that Ravens defense looked great, but, I mean, they were – some moments where yeah, Haskins and Gibson were able to get up the field a little bit. Terry McLaurin had a pretty decent game, um, 100-something yards. So, I mean, maybe people are figuring out the Ravens' uh, defense. Mahomes and, and uh, those guys did it last week. They took care of them easily. Yeah. So maybe people are looking at the film and like, you know what? Maybe we can figure these guys out. It's not that hard. Maybe the loss of Earl Thomas is a lot bigger than people thought it would be. People think. Yeah, you're so right. And it's funny how nobody wants to give Earl Thomas a job. Um, I think but, it's more because of locker room issues. That's why yeah, for him. But true, I, it's just I find it unfor- I find it crazy that Antonio Gibson had a good game because a lot of people were like, you know, maybe don't play him this week. But he had a good game, and that just shows that no matter what game script it is for the Washington Red uh, nah, football team, <laughs> I would play Antonio Gibson because he seems to be getting a bulk of the touches. Um, so I go Gibson week in week out uh, because they really don't have any other <laughs> weapons or any other choice. Um, Speaking of a run, young running back, let's go to the underperformers of the week. And we'll go right into the running back. Another young one in Miles Sanders. I was expecting a big game from Miles Sanders because they don't have any receivers. And I just figured that they would just do stuff with him. The first half looked really good. The second half, though, he just tailed off. I mean, they're using like six different running backs there. Yeah, I mean, I think you had to – 49ers defense, as banged up as it is, they're still a great defense. I think they were just trying to, you know, change up the scheme a little bit, maybe throw some different looks at them. Kind of worked at the end. They managed to grab the lead and hold on to it. Um, 
But yeah, man, Miles Sanders, I mean, that's a tough matchup again. That's one of the better defenses in the league. So I, I wouldn't look too deep into it because he had a, a couple of good weeks after the injury when he came back. Um, so, I mean, I still think he's worth a shot. Give him a couple of weeks, see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's San Francisco D, D is still good. Um, and he also, he did have a good first half. Unfortunately, second half didn't pan out, but I feel like they're just not doing enough of those screen passes that they used to do, or even just sticking with more of a, a you know, traditional running back by committee. I feel like sometimes you see Boston Scott at the end of the game, you saw Corey Clement. I mean, you're just seeing random guys out there sometimes. Um, Miles Sanders is a good flex play. I just don't know if he's going to be returned that first or second round draft pick you, you used on, um, on him. Um, but again, you, if you, you drafted him, you really got, don't have a choice. And that offense, again, once they get their weapons back, should open up a little more. Speaking of running backs and going into another one who just seems to week in, week out, disappoint us. And I don't know what to do with him because I have him on the team and I'm looking to trade him. Kenyon Drake. I'll take him. Kenyon what do you want from him? I'll, take, I'll trade with you right now on the show. Kenyon Drake just doesn't like, I don't know what to do with the guy. I mean, some days he looks good. Sometimes Today I heard a report that he hasn't looked good because he still has that seat, that injury that he's working through and that was there for the preseason. If you remember, he was in a boot for a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. You're, I, I, it's true, though. I look at Kenyon Drake, and he doesn't look like he has the same explosive ability he had last year. Maybe I'm just tripping up. Maybe they're just not giving him the ball in the right spots. I don't know. Do you have an answer? trade Drake for Fournette? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the trade we did last Take year. Take back our trade. <laughs> um, what do you think about Kenyon Drake, man? I don't know what to do with the guy. Uh, do we keep it's going? It's tough, man. I mean, that, that, offense, that offense was supposed to be one of the best offenses in the league. They were supposed to be leading a lot of the games, which they haven't in the last two weeks. They lost to Carolina yesterday, lost to Detroit last week. Yeah. Two games that they definitely should have won. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be tough for him because that, even that two-yard touchdown pass when they were coming back, they gave it to Chase Edmond. I know. So, I mean, come so on. now, like, <laughs> now is is Cliff Kingsbury going to go running back up by committee? Is is that going to be what's going to happen? Be good because I mean. Drake yesterday ends up with 3.5 fantasy points, right? 13 rush attempts, 35 yards. That means no targets. He had zero no targets, target. no receptions, no touchdowns. Now, let's just say he gets that touchdown, right? Which is a reception, which is a point, uh, a yard, so 1.1, and uh, a, a, a touchdown. That's six points, right? Six, That's yeah. Seven points, right? So seven, seven points onto that, it's 10 points. I mean, it's still not the greatest, but it's kind of where he's been. 14, 11, 8. And now three, I mean, his projections next week on Yahoo look bad. They're down to 11 because he's not getting any passing game work. My opinion, you play him one more week, hope that he has a really good week, and then trade him. So, guess, yeah. guess who he's playing next week? Uh, Arizona's playing the Jets. Exactly. <laughs> so you play him because it's the New York Jets. The Jets. And then after that, you can trade him. Why not? Um, but yeah, that, that's my take on Kenyon Drake. I don't know what to do with him. I'm, I'm kind of confused. Hopefully he stays healthy enough for you to be able to trade him, but get rid of him because I don't know. They, they seem a little lost there. Um, we'll stick with the Cardinals and DeAndre Hopkins, right? DeAndre Hopkins, a big fan of your, you, you've had, you've been a big fan of his for a long time. Um, Hopkins who looked good a couple weeks in now, you know, we're dealing with an injury this weekend. So maybe you can count him, you know, we can cut him some slack. Nine targets, seven receptions, 41 yards, 11 fantasy points. What do you think? You think this is just a one-time thing and he'll be fine because he's versus the Jets next week? Like you said, he's playing the Jets. I mean, he's definitely going to have a comeback. I'm going 300 yards and 35 receptions and 12 <laughs> touchdowns for Hopkins this week. You know what? I'm going to go and just keep him in my lineup. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, he was a game-time decision. He posted it. I don't know if you saw that, that tweet that he posted on uh, on Twitter. I think it was yeah. Saturday night or Sunday yeah. before the game. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, fantasy yeah. owners wonder if I'm gonna play. I so, love you know that. What? I love when, when you know when it was funny, but I was like, you know what, man, don't mess with me like that. Like, you're messing my art. Like I gotta set my lineup for one. Yeah, true. But um, true, true. But yeah, I mean, I, it's D Hop, man. D Hop is D Hop. He'll have a bad game, whatever. He'll shake it off. As long as Kyler Murray, I mean, he had what half of Kyler Murray's yards or a third of Kyler Murray, something. Like that. Seriously. So yeah. Kyler Murray didn't look that great. So maybe if he can pick it up against the Jets, this is the time. If you ever need a win and to reset your team, then New York Jets. Is the time to do that. We'll do that for you. Best time. Run whatever plays you want. Give the ball to Drake a hundred <laughs> yeah. times. This yeah. is the time where you want to reset everyone, get everyone back into you know what good spirits. 
and they'll be good to go. I agree. I, I say Hopkins has a killer week next week. I think he's a week removed from that injury that was probably bothering him. And, I mean, they're, you know, they're resting the Jets, so you'll be fine. Um, speaking of Hopkins, and he used to be on the Texans. Let's go to the Texans. Let's go to Brandon Cooks. I mean, this is what I was expecting from Brandon Cooks. A lot of guys in our, in our league, before the year started, was like they were trading for Cooks. They were looking to trade for Cooks. The moment he signed with the Texans, they were looking to get Cooks. I wasn't a big fan of that. I went ahead and drafted for Will Fuller because I thought Will Fuller was going to be the man, and Will Fuller has been the man, you know, barring any injury, knock on wood. I say, you know, Brandon Cooks is going to give you weeks like this because week one, four points. Week two, 14 and a half. Week three, five. Week four against that Minnesota D, he had nothing. Zero points, three targets. Look, I say Brandon Cooks is a bust. I mean, he's not even a weekly play anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that guy, I think the last time he looked good was in, like, New England or something. Or, like, when he was on the Saints in his first couple of years. Like, he hasn't looked good in a while. Um, but, I mean, breaking news out of, out of Houston, no more Bill O'Brien. So, <sighs> does, that, does that change the screen? I mean, Cornell is not really known for his offense back in the day when he was a head coach. Yeah. But does that, I mean, where does that leave him? I think um, aside from uh, Will Fuller, I think, is the only guy you can really trust on that team. Yeah, you can't even trust David Johnson. Yeah, I mean, that you can't trust David Johnson, Duke Johnson, Deshaun Watson, who else? Like, <laughs> name all of them. Aikens, uh, Aikens, who else? Uh, Cobb. Like, you can't trust any of them at this point. You can't trust any I mean, of those guys, and it's unfortunate, and it sucks, but – Everyone thought that offense was going to be amazing this year. Everyone thought that the Texans were going to be legit. Unfortunately, they're far from it. Um, look, I, I bench Cooks until you see something in the future. Uh, maybe a coaching change. Bill O'Brien was calling the offensive play calling. Today, there was a rumor that just came out that Josh McDaniel may be a possibility. Um, look, too much time. I don't think Josh McDaniel is going to leave New England. I don't think so. I think he's, he's going to take over for Bill O'Brien. I mean, uh, Bill Belichick, too. Whenever he decides to retire. Look, I say, you know, Cook stays on your bench until he can show you otherwise. Speaking of another small receiver that blew up last week and then this week it was dropping the ball left, right, and center, Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah. What do you think about Tyler Lockett? Like, is he going to give you these inconsistent weeks? Because, I mean, I expected a bigger game out of him. Yeah, I mean, that game looked really weird. Um, I mean, before, before the game last, uh, what was that show, Thursday, I uh, last Friday I said, that game is going to be over. I would take the over in that game because they announced no Jamal Adams. And no Jamal Adams, you would assume Tyler Lockett's going to have a great game. But for some reason, they couldn't get the ball going. Russ threw that pick in the end zone in the one-yard line, um, which seems to be a trend of his. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that, that offense looked good, looked amazing last week. Not so great this week. I mean, it is Russ. I think they're going to come back. I think they'll be fine. I'm still playing Lockett no matter what. Uh, I think he's like, you know, D-hop week, had a bad week, whatever, shake it off, move on. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, I, I say the same thing. Look, you're going to play Tyler Lockett week in, week out. Anyways, just keep him in your lineup. I mean, Seattle, they're going to throw the ball. Russ loves him. He's going to be fine. Just a tough week this week. You know, okay, you can't put it, put it past his Dolphins D. They look good. So they stayed in that game. They look good. But, yeah. Another receiver, young receiver that, you know, just, again, we talked about him before, we touched on him before, doesn't seem to be getting the ball. Inconsistent weeks, people drafted him high. Michael Gallup, I mean, what do you think about Michael Gallup? Do you keep playing him every week? I mean, or is he just matching no. at this point? No, I, I don't play him anymore. I mean, like we said, they have so many weapons over there. In a game where they scored, what was it, 40? 38, I think. 38. 38. Last week they scored some something like that, 38 again. Oh, yeah. And... He hasn't really been relevant. I mean, C.D. Lamb took his spot. They still have Cooper. They have Zeke. They have um, Schultz now. They have the Cedric Wilson. I I don't really see much production out of him anymore. I mean, maybe if he has another good week. Who do they play next week? I mean, we have to check that. The Cowboys play the New York Giants. Oh, that's probably a good week. Another reset week. You know what? Just like the Jets, that's a great week to reset. Find your find your legs, you know what, reset. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe he goes off against the Giants, and then if you have him, sell him. I'd say he has a good week. Yeah. Get rid of him. Don't worry about it anymore. Get someone who you can rely on in your flex. I think when, when the Cowboys drafted, I couldn't agree with you more. I think when the Cowboys drafted 
um, CD Lamb, they thought that they were, people were like, why would you sign Cooper to an extension if you're going to go ahead and draft CD Lamb? I think people forgot that people just thought that he was supposed to take over Cooper's job. No, I think the Cowboys were planning for him and Cooper to be one and one A and then Gallup to kind of just be that third guy. And it's starting to look that way. That Gallup you think Jerry Jones knew that, oh, my defense is so ass that I'm going to have to have 12 <laughs> receivers to throw to? Like, yeah, maybe I, he figured that much, you know, before the season. Uh, yeah, I think when Van Der Esch went down, I think he just figured that, you know, I'm, thank God I got all these receivers. Um, no, look, I think Gallup is matchup-based. If you're in a deep league, like a 14-team league, you got to play him. You have no choice, really. Uh, you don't have much better options out there. Um, if, I'm a, if I'm an owner, though, maybe you go out there and try to get Gallup for cheap. Maybe. Just see. That's worth. I mean, it depends. Matchup based. You know what? He still has the Giants twice. They haven't played them yet. Yeah. Matchup based. Still has Washington twice. Hasn't played them yet. Eagles. I mean, you got a good wide receiver who obviously they need to throw the ball to. So, I mean, Gallup is not a bad choice. Another receiver we'll go to quickly. The old, old and gold with A.J. Green, right? Uh, What do you do with A.J. Green? I was not a fan of A.J. Green before the season. Coming off of that injury-riddled season last year, new quarterback, I don't really – he didn't really want to be there to begin with. True. Um, I, I mean, and it shows that they don't really care. They got Tyler Boyd. He's, he looks like the number one now. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any production out of A.J. Green. I mean, they say he has all these targets, but where are all these targets? I agree. Like, where are the catches? There's no catches. He looks a little slow out there, too, man. He looks a little slow. He looks a little sluggish. I mean, the other receivers look good. He had 10 points week one, which has been his highest output. Five, then eight, then one. Last week, he had five targets, one reception, three yards. Yeah, like, I don't think you can trust him anymore. I think uh, if you can, some get some anything for him. Something. Go for it. Trade him. Yeah, trade him. But, I mean, if you... If you're stuck with him, I wouldn't even play him. I would look at the waiver wire before I play him. And the the sad and funny part is, if people are like, oh, well, wait till Joe Burrow has to throw the ball because they're going to be down so much. Joe Burrow is throwing the ball. He threw the ball 65 times his first game. What, do you, what more do you want him to throw? And he's still not getting the ball, man. Uh, look, I, I don't know. I think you're right. Get rid of AJ Green. Keep him on your bench. Do something. But try to get somebody who's willing to pay for him and trust in him and believes in him. Because there are a lot, a lot of truthers out there that still believe in AJ Green. Another veteran, final guy on the underperformers list for this week. Unfortunately, felt that they would be a weapon for Philly. He's not really a becoming a weapon for Philly. Zach Ertz. What do you do with Zach Ertz moving forward? I mean, you got to play. And this him. is actually a surprising one because no Goddard. Maybe he needs Goddard to, so that it's a kind of a distraction. Maybe they're so used to that two tight end set. I agree. Something is up there. They need, I mean, yeah, injuries, of course. Sense. When you but... don't have receivers, why are you not throwing the ball to Ertz more? I mean, 10 points week one, 9 points week two, 14 last week where people thought, okay, 10 targets, 7 receptions, nice. This week he had, and we were talking about this, you know, when we were doing our notes before the, before the show, you told me four receptions, nine yards. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. two yards a reception. Where are they throwing this ball? They're, are they throwing it on the line and expecting him to make a play out of it? Like, how does that make any sense? That whole, uh, I mean, the fact that the Eagles are one, two, and one and are in first place. It just tells you, you know what? You don't even have to be good to win that division. You can just, you can score 12 points a game, be a joke, and if still the, come out. If the Giants beat the Cowboys next week, <laughs> and the Washington uh, <laughs> football team and the Eagles lose. The Giants move up to first? The Giants would move up to second in a chance to better the Eagles at some point. That's sad. That's really sad. That's Where are we That's really sad. Um, and the Giants are winless. Uh, yeah, look, I think Ertz, you got to keep him in the lineup. You paid heavy for him probably. I don't know if he's going to be there next year. I think he's still upset about his contract. Um, I think he's gone next year. Hopefully he gets to a better team. But um, I just think they're phasing him out of the offense. I think you're right. He needs more weapons to open up the floor for him, and he's not getting that because they're double-teaming him every single time. Yeah. Probably. That's, that's what the reason is. So, and, and the sad part about the Eagles is that they, not, they don't look like they're going to get better anytime soon because they gave out all these crazy contracts to Jeffrey and Deshaun, Watts and, and, um, Deshaun Jackson and all these guys and Carson Wentz, and now they're stuck. They got nowhere to go. Everyone's injured. Everyone's injured. Everyone's injured, so they got to just deal with it.
Um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's I mean, all we got for under uh, underperformers. Uh, let's go to some injury news. So, Nick Chubb, they announced is out for about six weeks. Um, obviously, Kareem Hunt, but who else are you looking at? If you're looking at the waiver wire, who are you looking at running back wise to take over? I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of running backs out there. It's, how crazy is it that Dearness Johnson? The, the super, super, super backup in this, in this Browns team. I didn't even know he was on the roster. Yeah, he goes for 13 attempts, 95 yards. That's, that's really good. That's really good. And that's really But again, good. again, again, Cowboys the defense. Cowboys, the Cowboys. Look, do I go out there and, and take a flyer on, on Dearnest or Hilliard? Yeah, why not? Um, but you do have options in Reggie Bonifant, right? But Reggie Bonifant keeps – he's showing up, and uh, yeah. he's getting some run back there, and – TMC is still out for a couple weeks, yeah. And Justin Jackson might be a possibility. We'll get to him next. Uh, yeah, so speaking of, let's go right there. Uh, why not? Um, Austin Eckler, he has a hamstring strain. So he looks like he's going to be out same amount of time, similar time as Chubb, maybe five, six weeks. Probably going to go on the IR. Joshua yeah. Kelly looked good, but he fumbled a couple of times. So they gave Jackson a lot of the ball. Are you playing Jackson on your team now? Yeah. Now it looks like running back by committee. Yeah, as a big Kelly owner, it sucks to see Kelly keep fumbling the ball. And that's a problem in the league that quickly you will, you will get benched quickly for. Um, yeah, Justin Jackson and, and, and Kelly look like a committee. If Kelly was able to hold on to the ball, he would probably be the one and the other guy would be the 1A. Um, I, I really think that we got to go out there and pick up Jackson. Pick up Jackson. And you know what? If, I, if it was me, I'd, I'd go pick up Bonifon. I really think that they're giving the ball to him, man. They're giving the ball to him in, in, in cool area. I mean, 13 points. They gave him a reception yesterday, a couple of receptions yesterday. Uh, those are the two guys I'd probably go after. The, the, the Browns running backs, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be Kareem Hunt heavy a little bit. Yeah, What's I feel like if Kareem Hunt, if you're lucky enough to have him on your team, uh, congrats. Uh, <laughs> they look like they're going to be winning a lot of games coming up. So why not? They're just going to be running out the ball. And Kareem Hunt, man, people forget. He was one of the best running backs in the league oh, a couple yes. years ago. Yes. And when you combine that with Nick Chubb, who is one of the best running backs in the league right now, that you can play both of them on your fantasy team and you'll be okay. Yeah, really, you could. And as a Nick Chubb owner, I wish I had Cream Hunt. I mean, I tried to get him and then it didn't really work out. So yeah, uh, that's just an unfortunate situation. I agree. Um, speaking of Chargers, Justin Herbert. Looked amazing this, this oh week. Oh, my gosh. Just flinging the ball out there. Is he – now, okay. Anthony Lynn loves Tyrod Taylor. But, dude, yeah. Herbert. I mean, yeah, he played the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. I mean, you don't expect him to win that game. But he's looked amazing, even yeah, though he lost the last couple of weeks. And that's, that's things rookies are going to do, right? Like, you got to cut the kids some slack, um, in, in my opinion. I, I like Herbert. I like him more than Taylor. I think he brings more to the table. And I think in a week where you may or may not have guys like Tannehill, depending on if they can play, Roethlisberger, uh, well, Roethlisberger you have, but Tannehill or, um, or even Cam Newton. Yeah. If you don't have any of those guys, Herbert is a good streaming option. And I wouldn't be surprised if Herbert has a good, another good week. I mean, he's learning his, his, the playbook. He's being able to throw the ball with confidence. He's had a really good weeks, and guess who he plays next week on Monday night? It's the New Orleans Saints, who can't seem to stop anybody at this point. Um, so, yeah, I give Herbert another week, and I think he's really going to do well if Taylor can't come back. Um, he looks like he's the real deal. I think when they drafted him, I thought he was going to be the real deal. But if, he's, if anybody, if I'm going to stream anyone, it's, it's probably going to be Herbert next week, and I think I'd go get him in the waiver wire if, if, I need a, if I'm in need of a, of a running back. Yeah, I think that's a great stream. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, Cam Newton, out with the COVID now. Uh, looks like he could be coming back this week. Said he's asymptomatic so far. Might be able to come back by Friday, so should be able to play next week if that's the case, if he uh, passes all the protocols and all this and that. Um, so that could be an option. If you have Cam, maybe you pick up Justin Herbert. That's a good option. Or you pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. He also looked good against Seattle this week. Yeah, yeah. But now, um, look, I, I think Bridgewater looks good. I think Herbert Bridgewater looks good. Bridgewater also looks good, yeah. Bridgewater is a good option, potentially. But the thing with Fitzpatrick, and I don't know if you heard, Brian Flores wouldn't commit to him being week five starter. 
Two a time. So it's two a time. It's almost two a time. We're almost there. I mean, if I'm sure if they keep losing the games, they're gonna just throw him in there and be like, listen, he's our future. Why not get him some reps? Makes sense. I think you you made that point a couple weeks back when we first started that it's gonna be two a time soon enough, and it it is almost it is almost there. Look, I, and I you know and I think Bridgewater, Herbert, very good streaming options. I think um, and I think you're right. Look, I I this week lost Cam Newton in our league. The first thing I did was go to make a trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick with yeah. And I got Fitzpatrick, and he wasn't doing so well. But I knew, I was like, Fitzpatrick's going to get one of those rushing touchdowns. And at the end, he You know did. what? That surprised me. He's, this guy just started running all of a sudden. Like, he decided, you know what? I'm just going to become Lamar Jackson and just start running the ball. Like, I don't understand. Lord, Where was this his whole career? Running, and he's just, like, catching yard. And you have to understand, for a running quarterback, I mean, the guy did not have – I don't think he had a passing touchdown last week. Uh, let me just check. Uh, so yesterday he had two interceptions, no passing touchdown. He had a two-point conversion, conversion. He had six rushes for 47 yards and a rushing touchdown. And he still ended up with plus 20 points. Like, dude, imagine if he threw a touchdown, right? Like, yeah. he could have yeah. been 25, 30, whatever your, your league scoring is. Look. Yeah, he had a great. That was week. just a weird game, though. But. Yeah, he had a great week, and you can trust Fitzpatrick if he has a good matchup. And I think it's some. The, the, there are some decent streaming options that are coming up now. Yeah, there's Bridgewater, Herbert, Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you have Cam, okay, yeah, he has COVID. He has a bye week coming up soon. After if he comes back, maybe you look to one of these guys. Maybe for a couple weeks, if not just this week, uh, against the Chiefs tonight. Um, Baker looked good too. Hey. Go, go, go make a trade for Baker. I, I mean, don't, I, I, Dallas defense. That's I, I know once, they, once it's not Dallas defense, if, if it's another <laughs> defense, we can talk about it. Dallas defense, I don't trust anyone after you're Dallas defense. Right you're right about that. Uh, I don't even know who Mayfield's playing. I know that they have a pretty good schedule, I think. But uh, he's playing, ah, no, just kidding. Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Yeah, don't, don't play Mayfield. Just joke. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that, again, that Chargers-Tampa game, that was a good game. Um, another unfortunate injury from that game was O.J. Howard. Went down, torn Achilles, looks like his season's over. Um, Cameron Brait caught that touchdown. Gronk still doesn't look like Gronk. Are you, are you taking a flyer on Cameron Brait? I might. I might just go back and pick up Gronk. But if I'm really looking for a tight end, I'm doing the Tanyan thing, man. I love Robert Tanyan. And I think tonight, on a night that they don't have Devontae Adams, they don't have Lazard, Lazard yeah. Tanyan goes off. And we'll know tonight if it's Sternberger or it's Tanyan or who it is. But, look, if I'm going to pick one Tampa Bay tight end, I'm picking Gronk. I think Gronk gets in the game more now with O.J. Howard not there. Might not have to block anymore. But yeah. um, I'm, if I'm looking at tight ends as a whole, I'm probably going after Tanyan. I think Tanyan has the most upside out of all those tight ends on the waiver wire. Yeah, speaking of Tanyan, you got Tanyan, Sternberger, MVS, uh, again, all tonight against uh, that that terrible Falcons defense. Another yes, another game. Um, I actually posted a take on Sports Me. I said the Falcons are taking this one because, because, because the Falcons have gone into the last two weeks, the fourth quarter, 15-point lead. I do not see them. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, top five, whatever, top six, wherever you have, Matt. He is, I mean... He's great, yes, but he has no one to throw to. He's going to rely on Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Tanyan, MVS, and Sternberger. Yeah. Like, true. I mean, who from that – I mean, yeah, you said Tanyan, but now MVS. Do you trust MVS? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know if I trust MVS. I trust MVS tonight because he's versus the Falcons. But yeah. I don't know if I trust him moving forward. A lot, people, a lot of people are like, oh, he's in a waiver wire, this, that. I don't know if I trust him moving forward. I don't know if MBS is going to be the man. Look, Lazard is out. We all know. I think the beneficiary of that, though, will be someone like Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. It's Devontae Adams who might get the ball more. I yeah. I definitely think, I mean, if you don't have Tanya, take him. I took him. Playing him tonight. I mean, I already lost my matchup by like 100. So maybe he can get me 101. <laughs> maybe I can win. You know what? You never know. You never uh, know. It's Tanya. You never know. Um, so we have yeah most of the waiver wire covered. Let's just cover a couple more guys. Uh, Traquan Smith, we talked about in the last couple of weeks. Um, are you finally playing him? I would I would have been playing him, and I think um, I stopped playing him after this week because I think Michael Thomas will be back. 
And then Trey okay. Smith will fall into the hole of oblivion and no one will ever know who he was again. <laughs> yeah, Emmanuel Sanders finally looked like he wanted to play football again. Yes. Finally caught the ball a little bit, got involved. Kamara, uh, you had him as your super, super, super duper sleeper. I don't know what you called it. Super duper dime. What was it? Something like that. You said super he's going to have 50 athlete. something. Yeah. yeah. He had what? 20? Uh, not bad. I mean, yeah, solid. Yeah. 25 points, which is yeah, still Kamara. Kamara style. You're right. But it's not Kamara style. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Trickle Smith looked good, but I mean, not that good. Not enough for me to keep starting him week in and week I, out. I agree. Um, and then the final guy I got on the list is Tim Patrick. Now, this is a guy that's only in 1% of leagues. No one knows his name. Like, I mean, yes, yes, again, again. He was playing the Jets. Maybe that's why he was doing good this week. Uh, but he did good. have, I mean, why not, man? No Cortland Sutton. No offense is out. Um, Jerry Judy is there, but he's questionable every week. He looks like Julio Jones is going to be like another one of those. He's always questionable. Um, Hamler looks good, but not great. So maybe, Patrick, this is his chance, man. This is the time he could be the next number two, number three receiver on that team. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think Tim Patrick is a a must-get just because the fact that no font and and no Cortland Sutton, they got to throw the ball to somebody. And yeah. Jerry Judy, if people know that Jerry Judy's that good because Jerry Judy look, does look good, um, they might just double-team him and keep these other guys open, and Patrick might be a beneficiary of that. I go out there and get Patrick. And... Oh, man. And then, uh, speaking of that, that catch. Oh, my God. He lost That it. Jerry Judy had. Wow, man. I haven't, like that, I haven't seen that in a while. In a while. And that was just. You know what's another great play? Really quickly. Brandon Ayuk. Last night, jumped oh over God. and he hurdled that guy. Oh, oh that was another like, crazy play. That was just these rookies, was, man. I, I know we're talking about good plays. Another good play, Stefan Diggs. I don't know if you saw Josh Allen's bomb to Stefan Diggs, and it was just him and uh, I forgot who the, the defensive back was or the safety was. It was just him and him and the safety, and he just went up there and got it. I mean, dude, their connection, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, is. Yeah, I love it. I have I have that connection in my team, and I am praying that that connection stays all season. Yeah, you got a good stack there, man. That's a beautiful stack. I need it to work because you know what. Injuries, in, the injury bug is coming back. Yeah. Seems like, you know, every even week, week two, week four, well, maybe week six, we'll have another 500 injuries to yeah, talk about. True, could, definitely could be. Uh, really quick before we go, Monday night, who do you got? Chiefs, Pats. You got a lot of fantasy guys in this one. Give me your prediction for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, 100 yards, does he hit it? Yes or no? No, he does not hit 100 yards, and uh, I think he gets most of his points off PPR reception. So if you're playing in a PPR league, you'll still get your floor with him. I think you'll get your 15, 17 points. But I don't think he has a touchdown, or I don't think he gets over 80 yards rushing. Okay, so then speaking of the passing game, Mahomes. 300 passing yards? Possible? Patriots defense is great. It's Mahomes, man. It's always possible, yeah. I I don't know. Does it? Yeah, I think it's possible. I think he gets it. Okay, that's good. So now, who do you have? Who do you have getting the most of those yards? Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey? Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey Overhill. Kelsey Overhill. Okay. I like this. Kelsey Overhill, just because Stephon Gilmore will be on Tyree Kill, and I think they're gonna take him away of the game. I don't think no big plays. No big plays today. No big plays. So no Sammy Watkins 50, 50 point fantasy <laughs> games. No, nothing. Can't no, expect that from him. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Um, speaking of, let me just get something out of you quickly. I'm yeah. pressing Ali Abbas today in our Dynasty League. As you know, I'm 0-3 and I suck. And Ali Abbas <laughs> every year is good. Um, I'm up 100 points, I believe. Uh, I'm up 90 points, right? Okay. He has Mahomes, Devontae Adams, which he has. He's not playing. Yeah, he, he didn't take him out? Not oh, yet, okay. but I'm sure he will. Um, Russell Gage <laughs> and Crosby. Wow. Um, what is he only play Monday night, guys? Like, what, what's going on? Seriously. And I have Sammy Watkins. You think he comes back and beats me? I think if he can take out Devontae Adams and somehow find a reasonable player, I don't know who you would find. It. MBS is, is taken. Yeah. Um, is it a wide receiver or a flex? It's a wide receiver. Uh, no. It's a, so, so, Russell Gage is playing in his other flex, so he can switch. Sternberger is taken, I think. Tanyan is taken. MBS is taken. All the Chiefs receivers are gone. Most of the Patriots guys are, I mean, I don't think, who can, I mean, unless, yeah. who's that guy, that fourth receiver on Atlanta? That, uh, that random guy, I forgot, I forgot his name. Amir Bird from the, from the. I, I mean, I think, I mean, 
if Patrick Mahomes throws for 500 yards, then yeah, hard luck, man. You probably you probably <laughs> aren't gonna win this one, but yeah. I don't I don't see it. I think you got it. I think you're gonna get your first win of the so. season. Knock on wood. Shout out Freddie. Freddie got his first win. Yeah, KP too. KP A lot of people, a lot of upsets this week, man. You know, a lot of upsets. Um, and then okay, so let's look at the other side now. Brian Hoyer starting. Um, Edelman talked about him on on last week's show, I think. Yes, on Friday show. Yeah. Not yeah. doing so well. Yeah. What do you have a stat line? Let's let's go. Let's give him a really small number. Um, fifty yards. Over. Over. Oh, yeah, I think, wow. okay. I think, I think Hoyer just. I'm gonna he, take. I'm gonna take the under on that one. Wow. Actually. Okay. Yeah, I think Nikhil Harry. I'm gonna go with him over 50. I think he has. Why, why don't game. we make this fun? Why don't we make this fun? All right. Every every week we'll do previews of Monday night and Thursday night. Done. And when we do those Monday night and Thursday night previews, we'll make one call, like an over under call. Done. On a certain, Done. On a certain prop. Okay. Done. And then we'll tally it all up. Winner buys the other guy something. All right, done, done. All right. At the end of the season, end of the week. End of the season. End of the season. All right. All right. Have to start so doing we'll more over under DraftKings research here. Uh, Julian Elliman under fifty. I say over fifty. All right. Uh, Nikhil Harry. Over. Uh, yeah, let's keep it fifty. Over under fifty. Uh, Brian Hoyer back there. I don't trust him too much. I think he's under. I think he's under. I'm taking him over. I think he has a better game wow. than Edelman. I definitely wow. think he has a better game than Edelman. Okay. Um, right. No, no, Sonny Michelle. He's on the IR. Nice. Uh, just announced that a couple of hours ago. James White. Come back. I think it's his first game back. Yeah, I think James he's White, playing. I think James yeah. White will lose a lot today. 100 yards total. Over 100. I say over. Over 100 yards total. Yeah, I think, I think overall. So right. I don't think they go down the field that much. I, I, agree. I agree. I definitely think. Uh, Rex Burkhead. Non-existent. Yeah. Non-existent? I think he's there, but I think they used Damian Harris a little bit today. He's coming off the IR. Why not? Yeah, I think Rex Burkett gets a lot more time than you think. Really? I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him 30 yards and a touchdown. Why not? That's an easy yeah, small I number. I could see that. I could see that. And then, okay, there's another game also. The later game, I think it is. I think it starts yeah, after. That no one. <laughs> that no yeah, one's really paying attention to, but the Falcons and the yeah. Packers. I'm going to go with, okay, let's go with Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Ryan. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, how many yards? Let's, let's, let's throw a number out there. Uh, 300 yards, I think. 300? Okay. Let's go with 300. Over, over or under? Over. I'm going under. What? I guess I'm going under. I'm going under. I'm, I think they run the ball a lot. Could, There's no could. receivers. I yeah, think they're going to run the ball out. I think Aaron Jones. I'm going to go with over 100 yards for Aaron Jones today. That could be that. Yeah, that's fair. I can see that too. Yeah, you're right. I think they're going to run the ball more than they throw the ball. I think they have to. They have no option. Or they're going to do a lot of check downs. Um, but yeah, I don't see. I don't, 300 is, is. I don't think Aaron Rodgers passes. I think Matt Ryan passes 300. I'm going to give Matt Ryan over 300. Yeah, I think yards Matt Ryan sure. passes 300 too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julio Jones, 100 yards. Is this a comeback game? Comeback over game. Over under? Over 100. Over 100. Over? I'm going under. Wow. I okay. think they give Calvin Ridley more looks. I think that that defense is good, yes, but it's not that good. I could see that. I think. I could see that. But yeah, I say over. I think Julio Jones comes back. All right, give me a number for Todd Gurley. Last one. Todd Gurley over 70 yards r- rushing. Rushing only? Rushing only. Under. I say over. Wow. Okay. This is going to be interesting. We got we to gotta go. We got to start writing it down. It will be. I'll, I'll write we'll it down. Go through it. We'll go through it. We'll write it down yeah, after we'll we're done. Down. Um, um, I, I, be interesting. One more, Calvin Ridley. Okay. Over under. Let's say ninety yards. Over. I'm taking over. I'm taking yeah, Calvin take, Ridley all yeah, day, every day. Over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're not we're not battling on that one. I agree with you. That's um, gonna be okay. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a good one. Okay. Cool. I like it. All right. Hey, it's a good night for fantasy. It's a good night for football. Two games on Monday night. Double header. It's gonna be. I mean, maybe fun. we'll have some more of these. A lot of rescheduling yeah. going on. Maybe yeah. we'll have another one. Sure. It's going to be fun. Um, for those of you who are listening, thank you for listening. Um, again, follow us Instagram. Follow us SportsMe. Battle us. Um, and we will be here on Thursday this week with another special guest. Um, Sal, anything? Who? You want to add anything? Oh, no. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. I will see. We will see you guys on Thursday. Uh, Have a good week three 
finish on a Monday night. And uh, good luck. You're going to probably be switching back and forth. So it'll be fun. Week three? Oh, week four. Week four. So week three. Oh, my God. My bad. Week four. I'm way behind. It's all good, man. Have a good week four. Uh, we'll see you week five, Thursday. All right. All right. Later.